I was talking to a friend recently, and um, he's a former military officer on a fairly elite level. And he was telling me a story about uh, one of the training, not even the training, like one of the, I don't know, you might call it like hell week type of things, or longer than a week in this case, that he had to go Essentially, you know, where they do like, like, like 40 days where they sleep for like, le it's like 40 minutes a day for 40 days. Like they sleep for less than one hour per day for like 40 straight days. Now, could he be exaggerating slightly when telling this story? Sure. But the, pr the point is, it's, it's one of those times where they totally uh, physically exhaust you. And then they put you through all these other tasks and, you know, they totally sleep deprive you for however long, essentially, to see how tough you are, um, you know, how much you can handle, how, how well your body can adapt when all of its necessities are taken away, etc., etc. And I was listening to him talk about this. He was telling me that, like, I think there were, like, 80 who started this class and, like, 20-something made it through. It was, like, you know, well less than a half made it through the course without giving up or through the, the whatever it was. And it's one of those things where as I was listening to this, I was thinking to myself, you know, man, I just, I don't know if I could have done that. Like, I legitimately don't know if I would have made it, which is hard because... I'm someone who like, I really like to have that never give up attitude, you know? Um, and I was kind of asking him like, okay, so what is it then? What's the difference between the ones that make it through and the ones that quit? And he kind of explained to me, he really did, he didn't even have that great of an answer. He's like, well, yeah, there's some determination involved. Some of it just comes down to kind of like luck, the way your body works. You know, cause at the end of the day, they're like, they're almost putting you through all this other rigorous stuff like it's not good it's bad for your health you know and um you know whether it's giving up mentally or just like your body giving out physically like who knows but the way he kind of explained it is it's very hard to predict who actually makes it through and who doesn't and as i'm thinking about this i'm, I'm sitting there saying to myself even though i consider myself like a strong-willed person very disciplined dedicated and strong-willed and would never give up in a situation like that i'm just like I have to realistically sit here and say to myself, I don't know if I would make it. Like even if I even if I told myself I'm never going to give up, I'm never going to quit. I, I just I don't know if that's a realistic thing because I know that every one of the people that were in that group probably said the same thing at the beginning. Does that make sense? Have you ever watched one of those like alone shows? There's a show on Netflix called Alone, and I like it. It's like a wilderness survival type show, and. It's one of those where all the participants, there's like 10 participants and it's whoever can survive the longest. Now granted, this is just like a TV show and whatever, but but I love it because in the first episode, they're like introducing themselves and like everyone says the same thing. Like I know I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna quit, you know, I'm whatever. And then, you know, at the end of the first episode, one of them quits. At the end of the second episode, another one quits. Like it's the same thing. And so I think that we have to realize, even the ones of us who, who like to say, oh, I'm never gonna quit, we still quit. <laughs> we, still, we still reach a breaking point. You know, and um, it's 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 like the more I don't know the the older I get, I'm, I'm at the ripe old age of thirty four now, and the more things I learn and and the more even success I would say I have in life because I would argue that I'm at the most successful position I've been in in life for many different reasons right now which I've talked about in previous episodes, the more successful that I get and the more I learn and the more I grow, 
it's almost like the more humble I get. There's there's a saying that, uh, what has it go? I mean, there's like a song like this, and just people say it all the time. It's like, the more I see, the less I know. Or, or maybe like something like that. Um, it, it's like, the more you learn about life in the world, sometimes the less that human beings in general were very nuanced creatures. I'm someone who I definitely don't believe in black and white or good and evil anymore. I, I believe that human beings are all very, very nuanced creatures and trying to like, oh, how do I put this? Um, trying to say that someone is a good person or a bad person or whatever, it's, it's almost never that simple. And I also think that anytime we get like really certain of things, I think we need to be careful. We need to be careful because we're just we're we're still wrong fairly often even when we're certain about things and this is a dangerous thing too they'll talk about it even in like the sciences or whatever is like you know the most dangerous type of person is the person who is convinced that he or she is right absolutely convinced that he or she is right and not really open to hearing otherwise and it's something that's come up recently i've found in my life personally and professionally just with people getting so you know so arrogant and defending their point and thinking that they're right, that they're not open enough to see other possibilities. And I really, I really think, I, I was gonna use the word smart, but I'm, I'm, I'm gonna use the word wisdom instead. I could maybe still say that like, that yeah, um, like you can be very arrogant and be very smart, but I'm going to use the word wise. I'm going to use the word wisdom instead of instead of smart here. You know, I, I think there's a difference between like being smart, intelligent and being wise. Um, I really think that a wise person for the most part is probably a more humble person or at least a person who does not um, definitely doesn't think that they know everything just because this human life is I mean, we as human beings like it's it's just it's it's true like the cliche in the song is true like the more i see the less i know the more i learn about people i mean reading people in itself is is so freaking hard and i laugh all the time when um when i hear people say like oh yeah i'm really good at reading people I'm like oh i can totally tell when someone's lying sure maybe there's people that are better than others but trust me i've lived enough experiences in this life to know that i can't read people and i can't tell when someone's lying and i know because there have been very critical times in my life where another person has been fully convinced that I was lying when I was telling the truth. Now, some people are better than others, and I have people, you know, who might listen to this and who, you know, know me way back and will say, well, Sean, you're just stupid at reading people. You have low emotional intelligence and blah, 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 blah. Uh, maybe. I think I kind of did throughout my teens and 20s, but I think I've worked on that over the last few years. But I still think that none of us are very good at reading people. What I'm getting at here is that none of us are actually that good at reading people and understanding other people. Um, and another thing, just, just regarding like arrogance, um, one of the things that bothers me in modern society, it happens more with men than women, I would say, is when you see someone, particularly in a country like the U.S., it's like the classical man who's, you know, maybe the leader of something or like, you know, has a fairly high paying position at a company and kind of just like thinks he's the man. He's, he's you know, thinks he dominates life because he dominates life within his bubble at this company, makes a ton of money, is the boss. He gets to make the decisions and tell people what to do and all that stuff. And he's he's the man. You're looking at the man, you know, driving around in his Mercedes downtown or whatever he does, right? Um, 
one of the good things, it seems like I'm switching topics here, but I'm not. One, one of the good things, one of the cool things I've done over the last couple of years is I've taken up hunting and I've started learning just a lot more about well, hunting, nature. Um, and this has been a really humbling thing for me. And it makes me think, like when I, when I get out into the woods and, and preparing to hunt or I'm hunting or whatever, it really teaches me um, it really makes me sit there and reflect on how powerless I am, how weak I am, how insufficient I am, how dependent on other people and society and our systems I am. Because out there, no matter how much I learn, you know, I could become a good hunter someday. I'm not, I'm still a beginner, but I could become a very good hunter. But ultimately, out there in the wilderness, in nature, I'd be lucky to survive 24 hours in a lot of situations, you know. I, I'm, I'm powerless out there. And so the point here is that, you know, these, it's often men, let's be real, it's, it's more men than it is women. You know, these guys that are riding through corporate America in a big city, you know, flaunting their, strutting their stuff, you know, saying, oh, I'm, I'm, I dominate, I'm the man, whatever. You put them in a situation where they're not comfortable in, out of their comfort zone, they have no idea what they're doing. You know, I could take all these big shot, you know, Wall Street bankers or whatever who dominate the streets of America or whatever they do, take them to a foreign country where they don't have all of the nice, you know, resources that they have at home and they don't speak the language and they're going to, they have no chance. They're going to, you know, sure, I mean, they'll probably survive, find a way to survive. They'll have other people to help them out in a certain way, but they'll be humbled very quickly. You know, hunting is a humbling experience. It's a great humbling experience. You realize how powerful you are against nature, against, you know, the real world outside of these human bubbles that we've built. Jiu-jitsu is another thing that I've talked about. Martial arts. It's a very humbling experience. You think, oh, I'm, I'm tough. You know, the first time I did, did jiu-jitsu, like many of us, six, seven years ago, first time I did it, I was a pretty, you know, guy who was in pretty good shape at the time. You know, I'm heavier than the average person. They go, I'm tough. I could get really good at this. No. You're going to get your butt beat by people that are 50 pounds li lighter than you. These people could kill you if it came to that. That's what you need to understand. And so doing things like this is very, very humbling. And I think that the more, like I said, the more I learn in this life as I become a little bit wiser finally at the ripe old age of 34, hopefully I'll just keep getting wiser and wiser by keep having more of these learning experiences, the more humble I become. I really think a good measure of how wise we are, how much wisdom we've gained is how humble we are. Because when you, when you really open yourself up and experience the world, you realize you might be good skilled in a couple different areas, but you're very unskilled, you're very weak in almost all of the other areas. You're, you're, you, you're nothing, you're powerless. You're powerless out of your comfort zone. So, you know, I think a big part of life is just being able to admit that, just recognize that. And it's also, when we become more humble, I think it's a great way to become like a better leader, um, a better team member. Uh, because we become op more open-minded to things that we might be able to do to improve. We become more open-minded to solutions. We become you know, more arrogant, cocky. We become closed-minded. We're less open to receiving you know, criticism or suggestions from others. It essentially stalls a growth mindset. A growth mindset requires certain levels of humility. A growth mindset saying, you know, a fixed mindset is one where you say, well, things are the way they are, whatever. I can't improve on this. It just is the way it is. A growth mindset says, okay, I can, you know, things are the way they are. Maybe I'm not satisfied, but I can improve on the situation. In order to improve on the situation, any situation in life, you have to be humble enough to say, okay, I obviously don't know everything here. 
Who does know everything? Who knows more than me? Who can help me in this situation? You have to be humble and open to suggestions. So humility, I think, is a very unexpected but very good measure of wisdom. All right, some food for thought for y'all. Got real philosophical on this one. Now, go back to your pizza hamburgers and your and your alcohol or whatever it is that you do after you listen to this podcast. <laughs> All right, I'm just kidding. Love y'all. We'll talk again soon. Peace.